The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo, yo, what is up? This is your boy Jason King, and I got my crew back together again. It feels like it's been a long time. Hello. What's going on? What's going on? Hey. How you yep. doing, bro? How you you feeling good or what? Man, I'm feeling good. You feeling good? Hell yeah, you look good. Man, I try to look good as much as You're possible. glowing. No, no. You're <laughs> lighting. You're glowing. First of all, can I and I talk about this with you all the time, A dubs. Your profile picture on Twitter, first of all, the drip that you just like <laughs> she's sitting there holding this bag. Do you ever pay attention to her? She got on like this this pea coat thing. I don't even know if it's a pea coat, but she got on this coat. And she's just like, she got so much sass in this in this picture, and and she acts like you know she ain't fly. But I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna I'm pull it up. Saying, what's going oh on? Pull it up because she don't respond. If you hit her, she won't nah, respond to me. Nah. So, oh my god, you know, we can, sir, we put her on blast. Let me see that hot mama. Let me see her. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Let me see. I'm, I'm getting to pull it up here now because she. Yeah, I am. Hundred percent. Oh my god. <laughs> Putting on the spot. It's probably gonna be a little small because of the way Twitter do it, but we gonna we gonna put Ange on the spot real quick. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at the drip. Uh, Look uh. at the drip. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> I love fashion. The only thing I love more than football is fashion. I really do. So thank you. You know guys. that's funny. We can start there because Kristen and I were talking about that the other day, and um, one of the things that she was saying was like she doesn't know like if it came down to like music or sports or if it came down to you know. And I'm like, man, if somebody told me I couldn't listen to music no more or watch football, it would be easy. Like I'm listening to music. There's no way yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get rid of music. Um, just just as a little fun thing, because we always go right into it and we just talk some stuff. So let's let's ask, because I know for Sterling, music is kind of the same type of love that it is for me. Where would you go, Sterling? Would it be music or, or sports for you? Would you would you cut back football or would you cut back music? Man, that's like I, I, don't, I can't choose, man. That's like. Uh, Got to. Oh, Got man. To. If I had to choose, man, I, I music gets you through music, gets you through anything. Right. I would cut back on sports. Music See? is for the soul. See, and for me, it wasn't even it was it didn't even take me that long to figure that out. A Dubs, I know you just said fashion, and you was like, I don't know. Though. Where would you go between the fashion and sports? Would you would you let sports go first, or would you let go fashion first? You know what? I'm actually gonna say I would let fashion go first before sports, just because for me, like being an athlete, 
really helped me through some tough times that I was going through that, you know, maybe music didn't help me or talking to people didn't help me, but like going on a field and being around my teammates and, you know, being active helped me. So I'm going to say sports is what I would keep. Yeah. Well, I'm going I'm to switch it up back to music for K-Gun because we were talking about this and she couldn't quite decide, but I'm going to ask her again live in front of everybody. Where are we going? <laughs> you going you going to stick with sports or you going to stick with music? Okay, wait. So I have possibly a loophole. Ooh. During no. the <laughs> 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 no. Like, do I get to still listen to the Monday Night Football song, the Sunday Night Football song? Do I still get to hear, like, that beautiful melody every single week? Also, can I can I replay the game so I can go back and put that little spot on loop? And does she get the shout song? Thank you. Mm-hmm. There's no music. You're saying no music. So you watching that thing on mute. <laughs> you can listen to you can listen to uh Chris Collingsworth talk all night. That's all oh, you're hearing. No. You don't hear any oh. music. Well, I I would leave the entire game on mute then. I'm picking sports. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn says that she would um she she said if she had to choose, she would cut sports. That's that's rough. It's tough. But I don't know. I, I just feel like for me, I love sports. I've always loved sports. Um football has been like one of those things where it's kind of it's protected me, you know, like on the weekends, like that's, that's what helps me get through the week. Like, okay, it's Tuesday at work. Uh, it's long. Okay. I got Thursday night football. Then, you know, you know, so it just helps me kind of get through my week. It kind of helps me not get as annoyed with people, but music, like Sterling said, it's like every, it doesn't matter. Like I have a song for everything. I got like, there's certain types of music that will get me in a specific mood when I need it. You know, if I need to get hype, I got that. If I need to be motivated, I got that. If I got a meeting, I got that. So I can't do that with a game. I can't put on a game from whenever and be like, all right, I'm ready to go here and knock this meeting out. Like, it's just not the same for me. Bro, you got to tell hey, you gotta tell them when we were in Buffalo, man, in the hotel room, we sat there and listened to music and talked for like four hours, dog. Yeah, man. We were up until like, we was up to like three in the morning listening and talking about music. Yeah, it was one of the best times, man. One of the best times. Yeah. Sterles is ready to go to sleep. I'm old. (laughs) No, Sterles is ready to go to sleep. Sterles is like, look, man, I can't. But but I can talk music all night, which you you found out. Like (laughs) (laughs) that's my dude, man. Smith is my homie, though. He's my homie. (laughs) He'll tell you though, ain't none of it fake. You saw it, right? None of it fake, bro. (laughs) So, but let's get into it. So, you know, we just um the Buffalo Bills finally kind of got back on track. We we had that embarrassing loss to the Jaguars. Um, and and then we figured it out, got back on track against the Jets. Let's talk a little bit about that game. Not, I don't want to spend too much time there because it's the Jets. You know, it's, it's whatever. So first, Kristen, you went to the game. You went to Jersey. What was it like? You know what? I think it it was it was much different than any other away game that I've ever been to because that fan base is just straight up sad. They're just oh. sad. And that's really what it is. They really didn't heckle us. They didn't. They just kind of walked with frowns. That's really what it was um, to a point. So I actually, I scored front row tickets. That was the first game I've ever sat front row for. Scored front row tickets. And uh, that meant that since we were in the corner, you know, in each corner, they've got security guards in each corner. That's where like the flag guys stand and they wait for they wait for the touchdown so that they can run the flags, you know. Um, they didn't get to do that. 
So they sat there instead, like it was like we had this direct contact with these flag guys and we were heckling them the entire game. And like halfway through, they just turned around and it was just like desolation in their face. And we're like, we are so sorry. Like you you felt bad after a while picking on them, right? The same thing. It, it wasn't a bad experience at all. It was really, really fun for Bills fans. But it also felt like a little bit of my heart felt for Jets fans because I was looking into the faces of like, you know, the drought Bills fans. You know, it, mm. they're, they're in that they're in that realm right now. And it was, we get it, Jets fans, sort of that, you know. Well, you know what? So my question to you about that is because it's like a part of you wants to feel bad because you can relate. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, we've been there. Like you said, I get it, Jets fans. I get it. But then, like, I log in on Twitter Sunday morning and, like, before the game starts, you're seeing all of these Jets fans post these videos. Like, there was one guy um, that smashed a beer with a bat. Then there was another guy that did, like, so it's like, the fan base is still like overly confident as if they're like actually good. I don't know how much I can really feel bad for them. What was it? What was it like as far as like in the stadium? Were they, were they still coming back at you or were they talking a bunch of crap? No, no, maybe it was just my section. That's what I'm saying. Like I, you know, I didn't catch, I wasn't on Twitter that day. I was at the tailgate, you know, and I was in the bills lot. So I think I saw one Jets fan in there the whole time, you know, because we basically took over a lot 26. Once I got into the game, Nothing. I mean, there we're, there was definitely Jets fans around me. You know what was interesting? Um, this will tell you the energy level of Jets fans right now. Um, about maybe 10 minutes into the first, one of the security guards came down. The first quarter, the security came down and made me and the other two Bills fans that I was there with sit down. Because <laughs> Jets fans are so bored with their life that they are sitting in the stands during the first quarter of a football game and they were angry that they couldn't see through our backs. Yeah. I mean, it was like we said, you know, we kind of were like, well, okay. So we said, you, I mean, yeah, I was say, that's what I'm like. Well, yeah, look, they're taking that ass whooping. Like <laughs> sit your ass down. Like I would have been like that too. Sit your ass down. <laughs> You're doing too much. Y'all doing too much. Sit down, man. Sit down. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But also, like, maybe, like, the third quarter, but, like, it was 10 minutes into the game, and the the entire stadium. They don't win. They They don't don't win. They got an identity crisis. They just suck ass all the time. I'd be like, like, girl, sit your ass down. (laughs) Sit your ass down. (laughs) So I got a question for you, because I know you had your um, Mafia Babes flag. So did they yell at you for your flag? Because when I was in Miami, I got yelled at a few times by security to stop flying my flag. And I was like, why would I do that? I'm sorry. I'm a happy fan. And you guys are getting your ass whooped. Like, (laughs) yeah, dude, I got yelled at for that too. And actually I'm going to, you know what, I'll, I'll send it to you and maybe I'll put it on Twitter too. Um, I have a picture of the security guard who he's now yelling at me at, at this point for like the third time to put the flag away because in there it was okay if I had it, but you couldn't hang it over. It couldn't be over the green of the sidewall, right? Mm. But like, I'm five foot one. My arm span isn't that long. So right, like, I'm four eleven, girl. I feel you. So I'm like holding it over that thing because even if I hold it up, then I can't see anything, right? So I was right. doing it anyways. But I have a picture of the security guard kind of like shaking his fist at me and yelling at me again. Like I had my hand, you know, like I had my phone in the That's one true. hand. I, I hope you felt proud because I felt proud when I got yelled at. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm there was proud to get yelled at. We became we became buddies. I was. 
you know. His name was Ron, right. by the way, Ron the security guard. Like after that, Aww. I was like, Ron, I'm gonna take my flag out. He's like, Don't you do it. <laughs> Boy. Why, hey, Spence, you hear them? White folks be making friends with everybody, don't they? Just... <laughs> Ron, the security guard. It's like, man. Right, she know, she know homie name. I'm like, oh, you know I Ron, know. huh? Okay. Uh, Ron has three kids. He has a credit score of 725, and he's a mortgage broker. <laughs> wow. Hey, what? Yo, okay, y'all, y'all, oh cutting my God. Okay. y'all cutting up tonight. We gotta <laughs> let's talk football. <laughs> let's get off of New York. But before we get before we get off of New York, real quick, Krista, you you went and you posted this dope picture. What was New York like in general for you? How did you how did you enjoy New York? <laughs> I'm sorry. Give me a second, girl. <laughs> you know, well, um, talk to a lot of people in Times Square with that too, Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was that was actually a really great time. So we actually we drove right from Buffalo to New York City, um, and so rather than stopping, we we did uh, get a hotel room in New Jersey. But rather than stopping in New Jersey and then going to the party, we just drove right there. Um, went right into downtown, did like the whole, you know, party Bill's Mafia thing takeover. And then after we were getting ready to go back to the hotel and I was like, I have never, seen, I've lived in, in Buffalo my entire life, except for a small spurt. Um, I've never been to Times Square ever. So I wanted to go and do that. And I, you know, I had the flag with me and I was like, one, one real quick photo with this one. <laughs> but um, it was different in that regard because obviously New York City is, mammoth compared to any other city you know kansas city jacksonville nashville you know what so it was like it was completely different in the vibe that you're walking around new york city and you're not seeing bill's mafia you know because there's just so many people so that was one thing that i was like mm, this isn't as fun you know because there's just a sea of people and none of them are wearing Bills stuff and none of them are wearing football stuff like i didn't see any jets fans until we were at the game Wow, so that that but is all in New Jersey. Because, that's why. Well, yeah, and it's different because well, I get Kristen's point though because like we always talk about how well Bill's Mafia travels and we go and take over cities or at least if at the very least we're gonna go and take over a block. You know, like we'll sure. we'll shut down a block and have a party. That wasn't the case in New York because New York is no. New York. Yeah, not at all. Wow. It was very it was very strange. Like the only time that I saw Bill's Mafia in New York was when we were at the the Bill's Backers Bar. Man. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess because I mean, really, if if we took the entire population of Buffalo and went out to New York, it still wouldn't really, you know. So I get it. Yeah. We we yeah. can't really take over like that. But right. let's talk a little bit about the. I don't want to talk too much about it. I, I want to talk a little bit about the game. Um, Mike White, we we humbled him. He he felt like he should have been a number one overall pick. <laughs> um, he didn't look like one. He looked like he he let off, uh, you know, a couple picks to number one uh, first round draft picks and stuff. But uh, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't too impressed with him last week. What do you? How were your or what were your thoughts on him, Ange? Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Um, certainly, our secondary kind of embarrassed him a little bit, you know, especially with all the interceptions and everything like that. Um, Ed Oliver had a hell of a game as well, um, but. I don't think he should have been the number one pick. I'll say that. Um, I think our defense did a really good job. Um, I was really proud of them and how they played. But overall, I wasn't that impressed. And um, we even got to see Joe Flacco. So, And I think that's actually who they're going to be rolling with moving forward. So 
to say we broke the Jets isn't, you know, an understatement. Yeah, I, I think they are going to be starting Joe Flacco. And I know um, to Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay is going to be extremely excited about that. For um, Lindsay, okay, I, I'm not sure if everybody's familiar with her or not, but she's she's like a Joe Flacco and Josh Rosen fan. And I don't know where her fandom for these two guys come from, <laughs> but she's Joe Flacco, she's fan. like in love. She's like full blown super fan over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it comes, as soon as I saw Flacco go on, she's like the first person I thought of. Like, up, oh, let me check. Yeah. And hey. sure enough, she had that same tweet. Like, up, oh, look who's in. The MVP is in. She just loves that guy. Um, Steros, what were your thoughts as far as the game? Is so? Do you feel like the, the the team kind of figured it out, or is it the Jets? I mean, it's both, man. I mean, you know, they played the way they we expected them to play, right? This is uh, it's not you know one of those outlier games where this is the first time we've seen them perform very well. Um, but I think it's more of um, you know Mike White haven't 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 seen these, this Bills defense. I mean, they they definitely did a good job of disguising coverages, um, applying pressure where it mattered. Uh, and, and you know, as far as a roster standpoint, they're just not there to be able to compete week in and week out with elite teams. So uh it was a it was a perfect storm for them. I mean the Jets they they definitely need uh, a couple years of of good drafts and free agency signings and so forth. Um but you know Robert Sala, I mean he I think he's a decent coach man. Uh, you know people are down on him right now because you know Jets fans want immediate success and they're just not there yet. They gotta you know they gotta be patient and wait. But uh we'll see what happens. But the Bills I'm done with the Jets, bro. Like we 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 look, we got a whole hell of a team coming in here tomorrow and I don't think it's going to be one of those walk in the park games, man. We're going to have our hands full. Yeah, and we can and we can kind of get on to that. So so tomorrow no star. Um sounds like it, at least to me it sounds like there's not going to be any Tremaine Saturday. You know what I mean? Like super sad, like tears. Uh what, what where do your concerns lie let's let's start off with with a dubs big dubs um you know we just talked about those two guys being out and then whatever else going into this game just looking at it, it's like what makes you nervous um i gotta say the running game is like what i'm the most nervous about um i have confidence in their defense but obviously you know just what how powerful they run you know you wish you had someone big like tremaine with that physicality to really you know be there to jump in and help stop that. But um, I will say I was really impressed with how AJ Klein has stepped up. So um, I think, you know, he's shown up, he's done his job. So I think if he can have, you know, a similar performance to how he had against the Jets and, you know, everyone else can stay healthy and be out there, um, I feel pretty good. But that's my main concern. I hear you. I, I like AJ Klein and I'm glad that he he's, um you know, he stepped in and he's able to to kind of do some things. But can we please just stop with this BS about how he's as good or better than Tremaine Edmonds? Oh, and no. I'm not going to yeah. go on my Tremaine thing. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I know how my love for Tremaine is. We already know. I love you, Tremaine. We, we know. OK, we know. But that's not even this. That's not even this. That's not even the love. I'm, I'm not even talking about all the bodies and stuff like that. We're not going. We're not going here. We're not talking bodies. I'm not, I'm not doing all of this stuff, but but we got to relax, okay? We we have to freaking relax. Tremaine Edmonds is that dude. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Where are you at, K-Gun? Um, this might be a little bit of an overreaction, but I'm afraid for Josh to die on Sunday um, because oh, of our O-line. <laughs> I, I Like, literal actual death. Like, who's going to stop? Cody Ford's not going to stop him. We were, we literally decided to slap a bandaid of Bobby Hart on this. Like I, that's my actual fear. 
You know, <laughs> like I'd actually rather have Cody Ford than Bobby Hart. Honestly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, either one of those in my world is not a win. Like, I'm not excited for either one. I'm still sweating. I'm sweating this whole game that somebody's going to drop tackle and, and Josh is going to get hit so hard that something's going to happen. But like, shout out to real quick. I'm sorry to cut you off. JR, shout out to JR. He says, Kagan, I loved you on tailgate talk. First of all, let me tell y'all, if y'all oh, haven't checked you. out Joe Marino's new show, um, he has one that airs on Saturdays now where he kind of talks about, it sounds like exactly what it is. Tailgate talk and Kagan, uh, one fourth of the chop up, the, the president to the bills, mafia babes. And, uh, all the other awesome titles I can throw out there for. She was one of the guests this week, or she was the guest this week, and it was an amazing show. So if you didn't go check it out, go check out my man Joe Marino and and K Gun. They had a great conversation. Um, yeah, we. I'm, I'm, but I, no, you you did a great job. I just want to say that you you uh you out here like taking over the pie game got got me and Cheryl nervous a little bit. <laughs> Sweat boys. <laughs> 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 she said sweat boys i love it <laughs> so well but i'm with, I'm with both of uh you and a dubs so first the run game and then also the offensive line for josh let's talk a little bit about that offensive line because the thing that scares me about it is that um spencer's out with with covid right i believe it's yeah spencer's out with covid i don't know it's like when he's on the line, they look completely different. Like mm -hmm. the entire line, even though he's one guy and, you know, shifting Williams to that right tackle. I mean, that right guard position seems to fix the right side. And then I don't know if it's that the team just kind of figures it out when that side is okay or not, but the entire line looks completely different. What are your concerns, Sterles? Cause Kagan just brought up like the, the, I guess band-aid of some sorts that, that you want to call it. I don't see it as a band-aid. I see it as, you actually opened the floodgates, and I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, man, uh, I, I'm definitely worried about what they're going to do on offensive line. I mean, I don't want to see Cody Ford play. Uh, honestly, I'd rather see Bobby Hart play. Um, actually, hell, you know what? Let's shelf both of them. They, they, they don't even need to dress. Like, it's that bad. Um, I would much rather see Ryan Bates at right tackle. Uh DeForest Buckner is just he's just a dude, man. Like he's one of the better defensive tackles in the league, defensive linemen in the league. I don't think they're gonna have an answer for him, honestly. And so I think you know the Bills are gonna have to employ some 10 personnel. They're gonna have to get the quick intermediate game going. You know, Josh Allen, you know, him holding the ball. Uh look, he's he's gonna have to get rid of the ball, or he's gonna have to, you know, when he scrambles and looks downfield, he's gonna have to go away from DeForest Buckner. I mean, it just you know, it's just one of those things where this does not look good. But at the same time, to be positive, the Bills didn't have, I mean, in the in the playoffs, the Bills had issues on the offensive line, right? From the guard position. I mean, nothing's changed. Right. So and they and they found a way to have answers against the Colts. So um, we know that they're not the Bills aren't gonna be successful running the ball. Let's just scratch that. Rest of the season, we all know. Let's just put the, the run game to bed. The Bills have no run game. Let's just go back to what uh, we've done last year, you know, spread the ball out, quick game, and, uh, you know, let Josh Allen make plays. It sucks. I don't think that's a recipe for a Super Bowl win, but it's where we are right now. So um, they're going to have their hands full up front. Man, I don't <laughs> like that conversation. I, I'm just saying, you know me. I don't yeah. like that conversation because for so long I've been – in. And you know, for so long, I've been saying, yo, we got to get a run game. We got to get a run game. We got to be able to run. Yeah, like let Josh keep doing what he's doing, but we still got to be able to run the ball. And and it just seems like 
Okay. And it, it seems like Coach McDiddy was was kind of down on it too. Like I thought we'd be further along at this point. But dude, something has to happen because I, I agree with you. I don't think this is a Super Bowl team if we can't run the ball when you, the other team knows we're gonna do it. Yep. Yeah. And, so. it, and it's gonna be a problem. So you already see, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but you can already see in Jacksonville, Josh Allen feels like he has to produce everything is on Josh now. And that's not a good place to be. I think it's gonna get us in the playoffs, obviously, and may get us, uh, you know, we may win our first game. But to get to the Super Bowl, man, without a running game, I'm sorry, but we're, we're struggling. Now, n- no no more doom and gloom, but here's here's the here's the caveat to that. Getting Matt Breida involved, you know, so maybe the short intermediate game kind of produces those two, three, four, five-yard gains that supplement the run game. That's what our run game's going to have to be like. So, Josh is going to have to check down to his running backs to kind of get things going, right? Um, so, you know, we'll see, man. But just like last offseason, Spitz, you and I were right. Maybe it wasn't a first-round running back, but they definitely need help in the interior offensive line, and they definitely mm-hmm. need a running back who can carry the load, and we don't have uh, we don't have that in the backfield. So it's going to be interesting, man. Well, shout out to my family, Jay, over at Mafia Talk, uh, a Bills fan podcast. Uh, he wants to know, do you think we're going to go after another running back in the draft and how high? Um, so before I before I ask you, I'll ask all three of you, but before I ask you this question, for me, I feel like if the team doesn't prioritize offensive line, something's wrong. Like, that's where I'm at first. So, like, that first pick or at least that second pick, if it's not an offensive lineman, I'm going to be real disappointed. Um, I think that third or fourth round for me with the running back, Next year in the draft should be fine. Uh, let, let's let's start off with K-Gun here. Do you think that we need to find a running back in the draft this year? Or are you okay with the two that we have and then kind of just really focus on the offensive line? Um, I would like to see us go after the, and fix the offensive line before adding a running back. Honestly, that's, mm-hmm. that is still the most glaringly obvious issue that I have with this team is that great. We can, you know, it, it would be great to get a couple of running backs and kind of up that game. But that's still going to be nothing if you know we we are not protecting Josh the proper way. So let's let's handle that O line, and then we'll uh, you know, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think we absolutely need that that O line because without again, we just talked about. Um, so when Spencer Brown is in, it looks completely different. But then even when he's out, we have no type of depth. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the things about the team in general that I love, like top to bottom. You know, if um, and I don't know, name a position. If if Diggs goes down, we know Emmanuel Sanders can still eat. We know that, um, you know, we got we got two, three, four guys on the roster behind him that can eat. Like, we still really haven't gotten McKenzie involved in the offense. He got a touchdown last week, but he really hasn't been – he can eat on offense. Then you, you look at, you know, several different positions th- throughout the team, and, and we're like that. On the offensive line, when Spencer Brown goes down, it's like, oh, yeah, we're signing Bobby Hart. You know, it's it's a rough, it's just, it's rough. We need to add some depth there. Where are you at with, it, with A-dubs? Yeah, that's the, the biggest thing that I think about is just the lack of depth that we have in our offensive line. So I would be like, you know, I'm not going to disagree with you guys that, you know, I would hope that that would be our priority in like the first and second round. I could see a running back maybe, you know, in the fourth, maybe even fifth round. But I think offensive line has to be number one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like everybody in Buffalo should be saying the same thing right now. Like, if you're not really paying attention and thinking that we need to correct that offensive line, what are you watching? Because, <laughs> I mean, it's bad, bro. Like, it's so, so bad. So, <laughs> let's move on real quick. So, in the division, Patriots won Thursday. They won Thursday. And at this point, they're starting to kind of put some things together that make them look like they could be a contender. They have the second-best defense in the league behind the Buffalo Bills. And then offensively, look – I'm not saying I'm not jumping on the bandwagon where I'm like, oh, my God, they found the next Tom Brady and he's this and he's that. I'm not going to go there. But I tell you what, he looks really comfortable in that offense and he looks like he knows what he's doing. Um, Are the Patriots a threat or is it just like, you know, they beat they beat the Falcons. Calm down. Where are we at? Uh, I think they're a threat. I don't don't think they're going to challenge the Bills for a division crown. and this is an unpopular opinion, but I think Mac Jones is probably what you see right now is probably is as good as he's going to get. Um, we're talking about a, a guy that's limited physically. Uh, he's just a really smart quarterback, you know, and so I liken him to a guy like Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, he he's going to I think that's his ceiling. Um, I love the fact he has such command of the offense and he can make smart plays and so forth. But. There comes a point in time where you play a, a good defense where he's going to have to make plays off script, and I don't I don't see him uh, being able to do that, being kind of limited physically, right? Um, he hasn't played Sean McDermott's defense just like Belichick. Sean McDermott is really good against rookie quarterbacks, you know. So, and he doesn't have the weapons necessarily. Now, I would give him the edge as far as the offensive line goes and the running game goes, but um, there's there's definitely more to be to be seen. I'm not ready to crown him just yet, like the media is. Well, the thing is, I'm seeing here in the comments, two people are saying like he doesn't throw over 15 yards or he doesn't throw 10 yards or whatever. Look, you don't have to. For years there, there was a couple of years where Tom Brady, literally, it was you hike the ball, you get the ball as quick as possible on those slant routes. That's where Amendola made his money. That's where Wes Welker made his money. That's how Tom Brady became so successful when the Pats didn't have a run game. And it's one of those things where it's like you kind of, from a Bills fan perspective, you almost want the Bills to incorporate something like that since we don't have a great offensive line. But at the same time, you have Josh Allen, so you want him to get that thing out there. We got to fix that offensive line. Sorry to yeah. keep going back to that, but we just got to fix that. Uh, but when you're talking about this team, the Patriots, I, I agree with you, Stills. I don't think that they're going to – um like I don't see them as being a threat to the Bills, but – Hey, they're solid right now, dude. Like they're they're doing it, and and I think Mac Jones is starting to play with some confidence. I think Bill Belichick is showing. Like I told y'all, what I, I'm not saying that he's gonna get a Super Bowl right now, but he's showing like as long as I have somebody who can who can run the offense that I want to run. Last year with Cam, Cam's shoulder was just you know yeah. it, it just is what it is. So even the 10, 15 yard throws that everybody's in the comments talking about Mac Jones making, Cam just couldn't make them. Now you got a guy who can only make throws. He can't run. He can't do all that stuff. That's right up Bill Belichick's alley. So I don't know, man. Like I, I, I feel like those guys are, they're doing something in the AFC. Uh, how, how are you feeling about them, Kagan? Um, I agree with you. I don't. I think that he is. He's special in in some ways. Um, I don't think that they are a serious threat to us this season, but I see them becoming a threat to us in the next couple of seasons with him. If he keeps progressing the way that he's progressing right now. Um, I mean, just watching a little bit of film on him. Cause I'm not really, I don't like watching Patriots games. I don't whatever. Um, 
his accuracy <laughs> i hate them <laughs> like i just hate them <laughs> um i think his accuracy seems to be like his his strength and you know other things can be fixed so yeah he is you know, like you said he's doing the short ball and whatever that can still win games but i think that if he can turn that accuracy into something that could be done with a long ball we're gonna have problems but they could be a problem for us so <clears throat> not worried this season definitely gonna be watching them for the seasons to come though well i'm not looking forward to um you know I, i'm just not looking forward to them being in a position where they might be able to start winning games again like i'm okay with them six and four now i'm okay with the, the little bit of hype that they're getting is cool like let mac jones eat a little bit cool but i i do not want to get back to where they're just like dominating for you know years in and years out i just i can't i can't do it I think did any of you catch that oh go ahead no, I think he's and correct me if I'm wrong or if you guys have heard this, but I could swear like a couple days ago I read somewhere that he's actually going to be chasing some record when he comes to Buffalo. Like there's some record that he's trying to break where it's, you know, the number of games won on the road during a rookie season back to back. And I think it I think what I read is that like if he beats Buffalo on Monday Night Football, that will make him the number one in the league ever to have done this. So I think that he's actually going to be playing his brains out when it comes to Buffalo too. I could well, be wrong. I mean, I mean, I he could, he could play his brains out all he wants to. That that ain't happening. You know, <laughs> damn that is what we going like. Damn that. What? No. I'm just saying. No, I don't even. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> that that that, even, that don't even make sense to me when we're talking. Anyway, okay, all right. <laughs> Win the most games. You gonna come to Orchard Park and think you gonna beat Josh Allen and these Buffalo yeah. Bills for a record? Don't look at me like I'm crazy. The Jags no, just beat us, and now not, we're gonna I'm not, for a record. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking at you like you're happen. crazy. I'm saying that he's gonna try to make it happen. Well, yeah, I wasn't saying it like you were saying. It. I'm saying like just to the point that that's what he's trying to do. Like, no, get the hell out of here, dude. Like, you're coming for me. I was like, whoa. No, oh. I wouldn't come for not no not K gun not live at least I wouldn't do that I would wait till we're <laughs> wait till we're not on the show you know I'm but anyway <laughs> she's gonna be calling Rob the security guard after this bro <laughs> right <laughs> Don you won't believe the shit they were talking to me uh, <laughs> well let's talk coats let's get back on these coats um so A Dub talked about about Jonathan Taylor earlier. I think he's the best back in the league right now. Um, and obviously you can talk Dalvin Cook. You can talk um, Derrick Henry is now out with the injury, but you can talk Derrick Henry. You can talk Christian McCaffrey, um, Alvin Kamara. There's a couple guys, you know, there's there's a very elite group of guys when you're talking about the best back in the league. Jonathan Taylor, to me, sneak, like in a very sneaky way, has gotten into this position where I really do feel like He's just the best back in the league. I saw a stat the other day. It was an incredible stat with a stacked box. So, I mean, eight guys at the line trying to stop the team from running. They hand him the ball, and he's still averaging 6.8 yards per carry against a stacked box. It's absolutely incredible. Um, A-Dub, you talked about him first a little bit early on. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. What do you think the Buffalo Bills defense has to do as far as adjustments to stop him or slow him down, seeing that we might be with – or not might, we're out – we're going to be without Star, and we're possibly going to be without Tremaine Evans? 
It's hard. I, I don't even know the answer. I just, I just know they got to step it up. You know, obviously Tremaine is a big loss. Star is a big loss. And um, I don't really know the answer how to stop him. I just hope that they do. Yeah, Richard Forbes in the comments says that, um, in his opinion, Taylor is is somewhat like a modern day Thurman Thomas. I don't know. I don't know how if I if I take it, and maybe that's the love for Thurman that I have that kind of immortalizes him and makes him. Um, if I was going to compare anybody to Thurman Thomas, it actually would have been Christian McCaffrey from about two seasons ago. Um, I, I feel like Thurman Thomas was the first, truly first dual threat running back like he was the guy that that could run routes better than most receivers in the league and he was running over boys like he was putting the hammer down um i don't know that's a tough one maybe that's just just in my heart what do you what, what do you think steros am i am i just loving thurman too much or is uh is taylor is that comparison a little bit too much um i mean for uh, that's a far-fetched comparison for jonathan taylor i just think he's a damn good running back um i, I don't think he has the the playmaking prowess in the uh, receiving game that Thurman Thomas had. But I like Jonathan Taylor, man. It was a guy that I, I wish the Bills would have drafted in the second round. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Colts got him real early and in the second round, which is nice. But he's a guy that he's, I mean, he's got good speed. He's got strength and uh, his lower body's real strong. Um, a guy like him, when he gets to the second level, man, look out. You know, not only does he have speed, but he has a wiggle to uh you know to make guys miss and that's important you know and it helps when you have a really good offensive uh interior offensive line with guys like you know um quentin nelson in there uh uh, ryan kelly mark glowinski man those guys are are really good so they they definitely uh make a way for him but we saw this at wisconsin i mean this guy was killing folks in wisconsin uh, he's just a damn good back. And yeah, I agree. Like he's, he's the best in the league, man. If, if I were to, uh, compare running back to Thurman Thomas, I have to say Alvin Kamara, uh, reminds me a lot of Thurman Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, back to my, my peeps at, uh, mafia talk. They said, can't we just stack the box and force them to win with the pass? Do they have any wide receivers to worry about that Trey might have to follow? Here's the thing. We were going to talk about Carson Wentz in a bit. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of hate, so we can kind of get on Carson Wentz now. It, for some reason, there seems to be like this this narrative that Carson Wentz isn't a solid quarterback, and maybe I'm thinking that he's a solid quarterback, um, just reminiscent of of the year that he almost won MVP before he went out with that ACL injury. I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback, especially playing under Frank Reich. Like Frank Reich is a is an offensive genius. Um, A Dubs, talk to me a little bit about kind of what you know, or how if you don't, or whatever. Uh, just kind of what you know about Carson Wentz and how you see him. Like, if you're, are you nervous at all about him, or, or do you feel like it's a strictly a running thing that we got to stop tomorrow? For me, I think it's strictly a running thing. Uh, not to say that you know Carson Wentz, you know, can't go out and ball out, but he's just not what he used to be. Right? He had some real serious injuries that I think have just you know kind of you know made him um, slow down a little bit. So, you know, a couple years ago, you know, when he was with the Eagles, you know, I think he was playing really well. Um, I don't think he's, I think he's kind of declined a little bit. So I'm not super worried about him, but, you know, I'm also not going to, you know, say that he can't, you know, come out and do his thing either. But I think the run game is the biggest threat. I I agree that the run game is the biggest threat. I feel like last season, so when we played them in the playoffs, um, they obviously were, were playing with a quarterback that had no arm. And I feel like if, if Carson Wentz was starting that game, 
honestly, I think the Buffalo Bills would have lost. So that's the reason why I have a little bit of a fear. Um, Kristen, and I'm sure you remember the play. I'm sure all three of you remember the playoff game um, this past January. It, it really feels like the reason why we won that game is just because the quarterback play was so subpar for them in that game. They they won the um, position, the, the field position battle. They won on special teams. They won on defense. Like they really had us in the second half. They had us shook in a way. Are you are you nervous from that game at all, or are you kind of just looking at this game as it's, obviously it's a new season, new no. everything is new. Um, you're just you think we got this. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say I think we've got. I, I think we've got this, but I'm not going to like casually throw it like that. Like I think that we're going to have to work for this tomorrow. Um, but I'm not. I'm not worried after last season because every season is something different, right? Their team has changed a little bit. Our team has changed a little bit. Like I'm really not worried about that too much. Um, I do think that we're going to have to lean heavy on our defense for, to win this game. To be honest. Um, I think we're number, we're number one in turnovers. The Colts are somewhere in the top five for forcing turnovers this year, this season. So I think that we're going to have to be mindful of that, but also know that we have that power to do that. And I think that that's really what we need to do with them um, is we got to force a bunch of turnovers. And also, I mean, if you watch Carson, he just, his gameplay just from watching him over the years seems very much like a break and scramble and then hope to God that he can find like a decent, you know, and make a play out of whatever he's doing. He just always seems, I don't want to say sloppy, but he feels sloppy to me um, and always kind of has. So I think that we need to kind of capitalize on both of those things and take advantage of him doing this break and scramble and utilize that to put pressure on him and enforce some turnovers and just keep getting the ball back in our possession. Mess buys in the comments says Philip Rivers was slinging that thing in that game. What do you mean? Um, Steros, can you talk a little bit about what I meant? Because and maybe you disagree with me as well. So kind of let's get your perspective. In the playoff game, I feel that the um, – the quarterback play was the reason that they weren't good. So, and by that, I don't mean that he wasn't performing. Like he obviously got a few first downs there, you know, like it came down, it came down to a Hail Mary with him. So what I'm saying is it's not like he was horrible. If they had good quarterback play though, they would have won. Um, what, what are your thoughts there? Or am I, am I kind of off on a, with, with that way of thinking? Uh, you know, I think it was the reason why they lost. I think it was for Frank Reich. Uh, he had some questionable calls. Uh, if you remember in, in the red zone and, and uh, you know, two point conversions, I think Philip Rivers played a really good game. Um, I think it was more, more also is that the we couldn't cover a linebacker. So, you know, you saw Tom, um, you saw their uh, tight ends get open. Uh, Ali Cox and, and uh, what's that other guy's name? Uh, God, I can't remember. Oh, um, Jack Doyle, you saw them get over, get open for some big mm-hmm. gains. Uh, the Bills, you know, were focused on trying to contain Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Himes. So um, the thing about Rivers to Wentz is that Rivers has the ability because he's such a veteran quarterback that he play he he plays better under pressure. Um, and I, I think that's where Carson Wentz is struggling this year. He, you, you're going to see tomorrow that he's going to make some questionable plays. Uh, his, his judgment and, and crunch time is is worrisome. You know, if the running, if the Bills can f- somehow find the solution to kind of contain Jonathan Taylor, it's going to put a lot of the onus on 
um, the quarterback to kind of make plays. And, and I don't think Carson Wentz has the ability to make play after play after play to keep it competitive. If the running game isn't working. So um, as far as the playoff game, like I said, I would go with Phillip Rivers. He played a good game that game. I'm not going to take anything from him there, but I don't see um, with their wide receivers outside of Pittman. I don't, I don't really see a threat on the outside. So I, I would definitely give the Bills secondary the edge there. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And, and as far as, as far as what I feel about, um, Philip Rivers game. I'm not saying like he played bad. That's what I mean. Yeah. He didn't he didn't by any means play bad. When I say if they had a better quarterback, they would have won. I mean, so I feel like uh Philip Rivers played he played the game that they could have expected from him to play. It was one of his best games for him, for his age, for where he was at his career. He did everything that they could have asked him to do. If that team last year would have had a Josh Allen, if that team last year would have had, you know, just a better quarterback. I feel like that. And that's what I meant when I say that. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean it more in a sense that I didn't feel that that um, he was able to win the game for them. It took a lot more than just quarterback play for them to win. But but either way, like I said, Philip Rivers, man, he uh, he put it all out there. It came down to, you know, a dying throw at the end where he had to try to do a Hail Mary play and it just didn't work out. So all in all, he still put them in a, in a way to or in a position to kind of sort of win the game. But. Hey, we got what eight games left, right? So it's um we're halfway halfway in the game technically past the seat, the the halfway point now. We took a disappointing, embarrassing, ugly, disgusting loss to the Jaguars. <laughs> Where what do you think we're gonna do for the rest of the eight games that we got? You know, because five and three for the first half or six and three for the first half of the season is it's pretty good, but we lost three all last year. So so what what do you think that we end up now? We got eight games left, and we're already uh, at the total lo- losing record from last year. Let's start with uh, K Gun on this one. Um, I mean we're heading into the gauntlet, right? Like we've got we've got the Colts, we've got New Orleans, we've got Tom Brady and the Bucks, we've got you know the Monday Night Football against the Patriots. I think that we've had a pretty week schedule you know up until this point but this is where it's about to get serious and we need to prove ourselves over these next four games to really kind of gain that confidence i mean i think we all feel that we are a super bowl caliber team but this is going to be the test for that we need to see these guys really step up and look solid not just not just squeak by we need some solid wins through these next four so um that's that's you know i we got it we got to make a solid run right now I'm nervous, but I, I think we're going to do it. We got John in the comments says Bills 38, Coach 17, longtime season ticket holder, 41 years. So he's he's been around the block a few times. He's seen this thing happen. Wait, so he that, said that's that, Elvis. Hey, is that Elvis? I think that's What's Elvis. Up, Elvis? <laughs> isn't isn't that um? I don't, is it Ab Bay or is it like AB? Bay? I don't know her yeah, name. Ab, is that her pops? Yeah, that's Ab's, Ab's dad. But he's at like in front row, like with the guitar. Every, yeah, you know Elvis. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, is that him though? Is what I'm asking. If that's him, uh, shout out to him. If not, whoever it is, shout out to you, John. Um, and and he and John says that we're going to end the season 13 and four. So shout out to John. Shout out to Elvis. Let's get it. Play some music for us, man. We just got done talking about how music <laughs> is more important than everything else. Uh, so, but, so he said 13 and four and where, where, where were you at with a K gun? Oh, um, I'm actually going to, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit less than that. I was going to do 12 and five, but he said, yep. 
Hey. Hi, John. Hey. Shout out to John. Thanks for joining us, man. We we appreciate you. Um, it's an honor. He, he's a big deal in Buffalo. Big yeah. deal. So you say 12 and 5. <laughs> so you say 12 and 5? Yeah, I'm going 12 and 5 for the season on this one. So where, where are the losses coming from? That, that's two more losses. Where where you see us losing? Um, I know the Bucks haven't been playing that well lately, but there's always still that PTSD from Tom Brady. So I'm telling I'm saying that we're probably gonna lose to the Bucks. Um I also am a little bit worried about the Saints. A little bit. I don't I don't know. I can't even really give solid reasons on why. I just have a bad feeling about it. Um, you know, they so I I, I think we're losing to the Saints. I think we're losing to the Bucks. I've decided I'm no longer coming to Buffalo ever again during the season. Why? Because the last two times, so I've been in Buffalo twice this year when there was a Buffalo Bills football game, and both times I was physically in the city of Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills lost. We lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So oh, yeah. Stay I where think, you are. Stay where you yeah, are. I think I just need to stop visiting during the season, which means it's only warm weather. Warm weather turn up. You know, I'm only there during the, during the warm months. I don't know. Where you at, A-dubs, Big Dubs? I'm also going 12 and five. Um, I think, I don't know why Tom Brady's always their kryptonite. And like, you know, even though they haven't been doing that great, I still feel like mentally, I think that's going to be a hard game for our guys. Um, so that is one game I think we're going to lose. Um, but as far as the other game, I hate to say it, but I think we're going to split with the Patriots. I think we're going to win one. And I think we're going to lose one, unfortunately, because if we keep having, you know, especially if we keep having those offensive line struggles that we've been having and their defense keeps getting in the rhythm and Mac keeps, you know, progressing to get in the rhythm, I just worry that, you know, one game, you know, maybe they just outplay us. So that's what I'm worried about. But I will say so far for every game I've been at physically myself, the Bills have won. So I'm hoping that we win on Thanksgiving when we're down in NOLA. So I hope Kristen's wrong. With that prediction. well you need to you need to be at every game from now on just just go to every game i need them boys to win out period where you at sterles for the girls man i'm gonna agree with a dub uh i i think you know it's a good chance that we split with the patriots i hate to say it but i think you know i think we beat them at home but i think we might lose on the road uh and i would say um i think we'll handle the the, the saints next week i'm not worried about the saints necessarily but I think, you know, it's going to be uh, that Tampa game. Is I think, it's, I think man, I, I just don't have the confidence in the Bills and the, the, the head game, you know, to that we're going to beat Tampa Bay. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I would really hope that the Bills lose to the Bucks, honestly, because take your two losses, go to the playoffs, and it just beat the shit out of everybody. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what I would be okay with that. Like six and two, Same. and then and then just just at the playoffs, just go 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 crazy. So uh, I know that's like the the if I was Stevie Wonder, you know that's superstitious, right? But you can't be a football fan if you're not superstitious, even a little bit. I mean, you see, I just said I'm not coming back to Buffalo because we took losses every time right. I'm in town. So <laughs> I'm clearly superstitious. I can't act like I'm not. I'm going to go with I, I think I, I I think I agree. The general consensus here is that um, they're going to lose like another two games throughout the season, at least. Um, I think it's going to be the two. I, I, now, here's the thing. I'm not concerned like everybody else uh, as far as the Bucks. I think it's going to be one of those games where it's like 
kind of like the Jags. Like, okay, this is a team that we should absolutely win. We need to just go ahead and just deal with it and move on to the next week. And I think um, the mentality of looking forward might might get us. Because I, I don't think, um, from what I've seen this season, the Bills show up for big games. Big games, meaning Kansas City, the the emotion behind that game was bigger than the team that we played against, but they showed up. You look at um, the Titans. I think obviously we lost, but the, the Titans things. If you look at if you look at that game, I feel like it was more so about the way the cookie crumbled for us. Like certain calls that were made or weren't made, certain things. You know, so I, I still think we're a better team than the Tennessee Titans, even when Derrick Henry was was not injured. So for that, I, I can't. I just feel like it's going to be one of those things. I just feel like the Bills show up for big games, and it's going to be one of those games where it's like, we should dominate this team. And then we're all going to be sitting there on a Sunday night, like, what the, what in the world is happening? Like that. I, so I feel like, I feel like it's going to be that. But let's get into these predictions. What, what are we looking at for a stat line from Josh and then a score prediction? And then let's get on out of here, let y'all enjoy the rest of y'all night. I'm looking forward to this fight, man. Crawford about to, about to bust some heads. I'm looking forward to the fight. So let's talk. Let's uh, get a Josh Allen stat line. Let's start with my homegirl, A Dub, Big Dubs. Yeah. So I got 31 uh, 21 Bills. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Josh will throw. About 330, 340, um, and I think three of them will be in the air. Um, but I hope our defense really steps it up, too, for that run game. Real quick, John, uh, Jason Taylor, he's asking, playing a Super Bowl champ isn't a big game. For starters, uh, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are not the Super Bowl champions, and this is a team that is two years removed from that, so I wouldn't consider them the Super Bowl champs. I think that they're not as good as they were when they made like when they were the Super obviously, they're not as good. They're figuring things out, but at the time that we played them, they weren't playing like a good football team at all. And there's a reason why we dominated that game, and there's a reason why it wasn't close. No, I don't think it was a big game, but it was a big game mentally, and they showed up for that. And now he's saying he's talking about Tampa. No, Tampa is a big game. I'm saying we show up for the big games. I don't think that we're going to have the struggle there. I think the struggle is going to be against a team that we know we should beat. And then it's going to be like, why the hell aren't they winning? That That's what I'm saying. K-Gun, where are we at? What's your prediction in, uh, in, in Josh Allen's stat line? Wait. Yeah. We on a K-Gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was actually also going to go 31-21. But because of that, I will switch it up. Um, I will go... 28-24 Bills. So I'll tighten it up a little bit. <clears throat> now, that being said, I still think that Josh is going to get, let's go with 320 yards. One of the touchdowns that we get is going to be a pick six on our defense. So um, I think that we will have a defensive touchdown on this. That's it. We're good. Move up. Is it going to be Jordan Poyer? I don't know if it'll be Poyer. Yeah, let's go. You know what? It's going to be Poyer. It's going to be. Poyer all pro or we riot. Or we riot. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, I got my big dubs hoodie on the way. I'm excited about it. Let's go. I'm mad it's sold out. I couldn't get one. Uh, Before we we, uh, move on to Sturros, so John would like to come on the podcast. So, Kristen, if you could head this up for me. I know your friends or or associates, I I don't know what term to use, (laughs) but you're friendly with his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, so if you can kind of do that, let's get them on the chop up coming up either uh, the next episode or the episode after. Let's make that happen. And uh, so, Cyril's, where we at with it, man? What you thinking? Well, since Kristen took my prediction, uh, 28-24, I'm going to go 33-20 Bills. Okay? I I think, you know, you're going to see Josh with, like, 
285 on the on, in the air, two touchdowns, no picks. And and I think, you know, uh Tremaine's not going to play, so I'm I'm going to say a linebacker of some sort gets a gets an interception for sure. <laughs> uh, Tremaine's not playing, but we do love Tremaine around here. So, you know, I I'll, I'll go with Milano here. I go with Milano's going to get a pick. Trey's going to get a pick. And I think Carson Wentz, they're going to blow the game out uh, toward in the fourth quarter. It's going to be a close game until the fourth quarter, and then I think the Bills are going to take over. All right. I'm with that. Um, I love you, Tremaine. Get well soon, okay? Get get healthy. I need to see you. And I actually, I'm all in favor of sitting Tremaine tomorrow. Even if he, like, if he could play, I still want to sit him. Reason being, we'll play again Thursday. It's a quick turnaround. Let this man be healthy. I want to see him. Uh, come back ready to go. I don't want to see him come back and then kind of, you know, re-injure or tweak right. something and then he's out for a longer amount of time. No, no, no. Let my man relax. Go ahead and, and heal up. You know, let, let's get get your dress retwisted, man. Let's let's chill. Let's chill. <laughs> come back Thursday. Let's get jiggy Thursday. And also, before we get out of here, I do have to shout out justincasebags.net. I need you to jump over to that website and go check them out. We got something for everybody. We got something for the ladies. We got something for the fellas. We got something just in case you're leaving the gym, something just in case you're leaving work and you don't have enough time to get home and make some changes so you can go out on your hot date or for a sneaky little link. We got something for the fellas. We got something for the ladies. Head over to justincasebags.net and do that thing. And also, I need y'all to get out to Consumers Beer. Need y'all to get out to Wegmans. Need y'all to get out to Resurgence. Kristen was just there today. Need y'all to get out to Resurgence. You're sold out at Resurgence. Ooh. Yeah. You hear the you hear the boom, boom, That's the that's the air horns. Mew, 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 mew. We yeah, out at resurgence. So don't go well, go to resurgence, but don't go looking for the Buffalo Rumblers IPA because we sold it out. Go to consumers, go to Wegmans, get in there. And also, uh, do you uh, is there any big baller beans left? Big berry beans left? Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of big berry bean. I believe consumers is sold out, but they still have that. Some of it at the brewery, and they also still have some at uh, Whiteman's, but possibly consumers. Right. But I was hearing hearing uh, murmurs that it was sold out at consumers. Well, let's get it. Let's get it. Why am I seeing in the comment? I'm not even going to talk about. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. We've been on this whole damn podcast, and nobody talked about what their favorite Thanksgiving dish is, bro. Ooh. Oh, we we can't well, do our fans like that, bro. No. I mean, we could do it. I just, I always typically save mine for, um, you know, I save mine for the hump day. We got like literally the day before Thanksgiving, but I could, I could get jiggy with y'all. Let's do it. I know, I know what you're not going to say. What's that? He's not going to say he pie? likes, no, I was going to say, I'm yeah. gonna, he's going to say he doesn't like eggnog. Because mm. he's weird. Yeah, he's no. not on Egg- team eggnog. Eggnog is trash. I agree. It's trash. Ooh, so we got a 50 50 split here. We trash. do. Let's say you might have not had the right kind of eggnog then. Like you're, you didn't, you haven't had a gene right. First of all, let's break it down to the schematics. Think of the name of eggnog. What the? No. A little bit of egg going straight to your noggin. It's delicious. Right. It's good. Nah, player. Y'all ain't loving it. It I tell you what, y'all gotta have me drunk already, and then I can have eggnog. That's fine. No, like I gotta, yeah, like that's fine. I gotta be like five, six shots in already. Playing, we're gonna do Bro, that like off season. Who, who wants some thick ass eggnog? 
First of all, if you, if, you were, if you were African American male over the age of thirty, you lactose as hell. So <laughs> eggnog, all day. Eggnog, eggnog is gonna, gonna send you me. to the bathroom holding the walls like this. <laughs> so we ain't doing it. Oh my god, eggnog gonna have me wrong, man. <laughs> ah, just speaking facts, y'all. I'm just speaking facts, man. Hey, well, so but as far as the dishes though, so I, I'm I'm a turkey dude, but I like my turkey deep fried. Ooh, mm. I'm, I'm air frying one this year i'm with the, the air time. fryer i'm with the air fryer but but it has to be fried i can't do the it gets too dry in the oven for me unless you like there's certain people that i know who really know how to do it like you gotta really know how to cook and but for the most part of my life it ain't been successful when i've been meeting people with these um when they go to people's houses i don't like their dry ass turkeys i can't do it we deep fry ours and this is the first year i'm missing out usually my brother does it and it comes out really bomb how but, big is your air fryer what do you mean? Yeah, it's like it's a it's a it's like a giant pot with uh yo it's dope. It's you can cool. put a turkey uh, in that. I'm impressed. Yeah. Like a yeah. No, 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 no. You're thinking a, a you're thinking like an air fryer that goes in in the house. I got one of those too, but I also have like an air fryer where you could just put the turkey in it on the little uh this little tray thing, just like if you were deep frying the turkey. It's the same concept. But you uh you air frying it and it's gonna be dope. I, if I could send you some, I would. But I know, you know, your people only use salt, pepper, garlic. So your uh, it's all. Erlen, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Listen, leave me in Bro, the bro, bro. Okay. hey, hey, are you are you guys like a cranberry sauce homemade? Or you? Because no. I'm a, I'm a cranberry sauce in the can, like. I, yeah. I want yeah, to take a butter knife and just, yo, I need right, a can. Yeah, he cut a butter ridge. Hey, well, if I tell y'all right, right, hey, there ain't no way in hell me and Spence ain't related. God damn, boy. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God, boy. I ain't even got to say the shit. He already knows what I'm about to say, man. Yeah, you got to go by the ridges <laughs> on that thing, boy. It's already cut for you. Actually, and it's got to be cold as hell, boy. You got to put that thing in the refrigerator, too. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. With that dressing, God dang, boy. Oh, I swear oh. to God, it's so good. My mom's dressing is my favorite. She puts Italian sausage in it, and it's the bomb. And then my auntie's mac and cheese is bomb. Man. These are my two favorites. It's like one A, one B for me for my Listen, favorite side. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna give y'all some some knowledge, man. Look, I don't care what race you are, but I'm just saying y'all need to find like a black family to go kick it with on the holidays because they're gonna do you right. Like, go to find one of them churches, man. They they got you, they they take anybody, be, man. If you hungry, giving it out, bro. You're going to have the best Thanksgiving of your life. I swear Girl, to God. I'm going out to do Thanksgiving with you next year in Denver. That's y'all, that. All y'all can come, man. Store. I'm telling you. you cram, canned cranberry sauce. That's my contribution. I'll bring every kind of that they've got in the store. Girl, bring <laughs> your 52 cents to Denver. Girl, we got it. <laughs> you got to be smart and make your go play early before everything's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all too much tonight. Like, y'all going to get me in trouble. This is, this is awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, you know, I do got one question because it is still the time for it. So, really, I got to ask this. Pumpkin pie or no. sweet potato pie? Neither. Sweet potato pie. I'm going sweet potato pie. 
That ain't even a question. I just had to kick Kristen out. <laughs> Kristen you know, said hey, neither. You know she don't say like, pumpkin pie. Wait a minute. She said neither. Oh, you, you got to have one. No. You got to go. have at least one. She got to go. I'm going to have some marshmallows. He said she got to go. She got to go. I love her. She got to go on that. <laughs> she ain't never had no good Thanksgiving. That's what. It, that's what. basically what she's telling us, bro. We're gonna, next year. We're gonna have a chop up crew. Thanks. We're gonna have to have a yeah. Even if it's not like because I understand everybody got stuff and family and whatever they want to do. One thing we gotta have a a, a chop up, chop up. Like we are gonna get together and really and chop cooking. it up. We're gonna have some I'm family cooking. time. I'm cooking. Yeah, all I'm that in the shit. kitchen with you. We are gonna do that. Okay, y'all, y'all, y'all just chill, ladies. Y'all, y'all gonna chill. just chill. We gonna just we gonna do this for y'all. All no, that. no, no. I'm making the mashed no, we- potatoes. You making what? I'm making mashed potatoes and green bean casserole because you got. No, you ain't. Y'all gonna chill. Yeah, y'all gonna hang out. Y'all gonna relax. Y'all gonna relax. Mr. Strolls, that does not. Have you ever had mashed potatoes made with bison dip? You got her stuttering. Yo, you got her stuttering, bro. She's like, that's how serious it is. She's like, no, Mr. 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 Sterling. (laughs) She got the finger going. You know it's real. Biden's gonna tell you. That's all I'm saying. Bro, she said bison dip. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is that? No. And don't you don't have bison dip? Hell no. What is that? No, no, you gotta have bison dip. Y'all know I don't live there, right? Y'all know I don't live Sterling's in Denver. Sterling's in Denver, so we gotta have yeah, a little. Well, no, no, no. You gotta have that though. I'm, I'm with her on that. Thank you. I'm with her on that. Thank you. Let the me casserole. Make I can't get that with the we'll casserole. Let y'all make the casseroles, man. We all can make. Yeah, I can't do the casserole. You can, you can. Oh, keep, yeah. yeah. I'll make a mean green bean casserole and some fat ass. <laughs> mean green, green bean. That's what I like to hear, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. The one thing I don't want to <laughs> see though this year. I don't. I do not want to log on to Twitter uh, Thursday and see all these plates that do not look good. People be Bro. posting pictures. Learn how to take pictures of food. Like you got to take pictures of the right way. Like people plates do not look appetizing. I'd be like, y'all hungry? <laughs> like that, y'all hungry looking at that? Especially and, dry and, turkey. Don't take pics of the dry turkey. That doesn't look good. Bro, and, and no. listen, the 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 stuff they call it stuffing. <laughs> that, it's you dressing, about to get man. in trouble. You about to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Y'all, this stuff don't. Yeah, you buy you make how funny in this sandwich. I mean, in a box. Wait, Sparrow. Hey, I got convictions on Thanksgiving, bro. I'm just telling y'all right now. We go back to riot. Hey, no. you talking? You call it stuffing? We riot. <laughs> I got strong convictions on this food game of Thanksgiving, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, you know what? They about to get me in trouble. I'm about to get on out of here. Look, y'all know how I do it over here with the bubbles. I can Sterling got me. I gotta edit now. He going in. I can look, 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 Charlie Girl, stuffing in a box is the only way to go. That ain't coming to my Thanksgiving. You can keep that. That's the problem in America. Damn, stuffing in a box. Y'all can keep all that. Keep all that. I don't want none. Boy, that's my mom would never. That shit's so dry. It's so dry. You can't even chew it, bro. It's like government. It's like government uh, peanut butter. It's like you be like that shit's so hot, man. Get out of here with that, man. Hey, listen, y'all know how we do it at the Buffalo Rumblers YouTube Podcast Network. It's your boy Jay Smith, the King. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.